if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, did you hear Chick-fil-A wants to give you free chicken for a year? You play a game called Code Moo at (laughs) playcodemoo.com. They have a movie short and a Chick-fil-A board game coming out, too. Mm. Second, people are losing their minds that Good Humor discontinued their toasted almond bar. And finally, in the world of food, if it's been a long time since you had a date night and a fun night out with your friend, uh, this may be good. Applebee's is offering you a free ticket to Indiana Jones and the (laughs) Dial of Destiny when you spend 35 bucks on your dinner. Now, if you splurge and have a bigger meal and spend 70 bucks, you get two free movie tickets. And man, with how expensive movie tickets are nowadays, not a bad deal. No. The Dial of Destiny. Of destiny. The dial of destiny. <laughs> that, that's so like, I mean, it's adventurous. I mean, they got to come up with a, a catchy, pithy name, right? But at his age, shouldn't it be like the lazy boy of laziness? I mean, Harrison Ford being. <laughs> he's not slowing down, man. He's been in sitcoms. <laughs> he's been in movies. There's no stopping him. At what age do you hang up the whip and just go, I'm good? <laughs> the dial of destiny. Uh, who's got as long as we can be there before nine o'clock? <laughs> okay, coming up, think about this for a minute. Do you enjoy watching sports? Hey, do you enjoy watching live sports? Gen Z prefers watching live sports on the go rather than viewing it at home or in a bar because they say it's more convenient. They did this new poll of sports fans and they found 80% of 18 to 26 year olds will typically watch sports on their mobile phone while out and about. And 74% of young adults also get most of their sports content from social media more than any other generation. Wow. No kidding. Yeah, I I love watching sports live. It's got to be live. I love going in person, except football. Football's better on TV. You ever been to a football game? Uh, No. Yeah, football, way, way better on television. Hmm. But everything else, I'd rather be there in person. And I want to see it live. Yeah, well, this was just about watching, but mm-hmm. um, we can't watch our favorite team live. So I, we watch these little recaps of the of the great plays. Mm. It's kind of like having a baseball DJ. Do you feel like after that you could go back and watch a full game on TV or or not? After? Oh, yeah, I could. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Time marches on. None of us are getting any younger, right? But um, they asked, uh, a teacher asked his seventh grade class, what are the signs that you're getting old? <laughs> see if you see yourself in any of these answers next. You know that saying, you're only as old as you feel? Um, what about you're only as old as seventh graders think you are? A teacher asked <laughs> seventh graders, what are the signs that you're getting old? And their responses were absolutely hysterical. Um, when you start playing Candy Crush, <laughs> when you start shopping for decoration pillows, mm. wearing sandals with socks, you actually start to enjoy the news. Seventh graders say you're getting old when you enjoy raisins. <laughs> Why raisins? I don't know. I guess they think they're gross. <laughs> when you start doing Zumba, overuse heart emojis. Hmm. And last but not least, seventh graders say you're getting old when you have fun at Home Depot and you groan when you bend down. <laughs> <laughs> but you can remember being seventh grade is what, 12? So anyone anyone that was going off to college seemed like, oh my gosh, they're an adult. Oh yeah. Right? They seem so old. I so. was in seventh grade when my old, my second oldest sister was going off to college. 
to you. you and gotta... she would drive me places. Ooh. That was so fun. Now that's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all, all about perspective. And then the older you get, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys what my theory is. No matter what age you are, you're not old. I'll tell you what old is next. Sometimes I feel like my life is a Seinfeld skit. And and one of the reasons I'm like a Seinfeld character is you ever notice on that show, if you've watched it, no matter what the random topic is, they all have a well thought out philosophy or 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 life strategy on whatever the topic is. Get out. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. They all do, no matter what the random topic is. And and I have a well thought out strategy on this random topic we're talking about. How do you know when you're old? And here's here is how you know specifically how old old is think of whatever your age is right and you're not old you're certainly not old add 10 years to your age that is old and it's floating it keeps moving so let's suppose you're 30 old is 40 if you're 31 when you're in 31st birthday guess what it moved it's now 41 it always keeps moving 10 years forward so however old you are 10 years older is old yeah, I've heard this. You've been saying this since you were in your thirties, and it's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I still think there's people you meet and they don't they don't even present themselves as old the way they act. Mm-hmm. Like they're well, just we're so talking vibrant. numbers. We're talking numbers, okay. like like generalizations. However old you are, mm-hmm. ten years older than you are, that's old. Could you be annoying your neighbors without even knowing it? I'm pretty sure of it. Here here are five things, according to a new survey, that people living next door to you consider uh, annoying, and you may be clueless. Number one, mowing the lawn at odd hours. Oh, yeah. that. For example. Six o'clock on a Sunday night? Who does that? I didn't realize my husband did a a no-no the other day. He went out after dinner to mow the lawn, mm-hmm. and it was like 7.30. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you have toddlers living nearby, that uh-huh. is a big no-no because they're in bed by then. Um, number two, hosting barbecues late into the evening. The third thing you could be annoying your neighbors with, bonfires, campfires, and fire pits. The smell can seep into their house or be irritating if they're trying to enjoy their yard. Direct spotlights. And the fifth and final thing that could be annoying your neighbors and you don't even realize it, Loud dogs. Well, why'd you have to bring up the D word? (laughs) (laughs) See, our dogs aren't loud, and I'm very, very conscious of, like, if they start barking uh, to bring them in. But I know what it's like when someone else has their dog barking. You're like, oh, come on. So Yeah. But you guys, the only thing thing is Glenn? Yeah, he, I guess, 7.15 is too late to mow. I didn't know. But we don't have any toddlers that live around us. Mm. So I think he was okay. Yeah. The kids next door to us are like, I think they're like eight and nine. What about if your son's a drummer? Is that annoying? (laughs) (laughs) You tell me. We're talking about stuff that annoys the neighbors. And uh, I've got one that that, uh, we heard from one of our old neighbors about our son's drumming. I'll tell you what she said about what it was like (laughs) living next to an aspiring drummer. I'll tell you about it next. We're talking about, um, sounds like from that list you had, everybody does something that annoys their neighbors and we're completely unaware of it. Uh, We were kind of aware of it when our son decided, I'm going to be a drummer. 
Everybody in the cul-de-sac got to experience Kyle becoming a drummer. It was that loud, huh? Oh, yeah, he because the drum kit was set up in the garage, oh. and that's where he would practice. But our neighbors, we ran into our neighbors, John and Becky. Uh, we were at a game, and they were like, hey, are you guys here? We're here. And we met up with them. We haven't seen them in probably like two or three years. Um, but we were talking about Kyle and playing the drums growing up and stuff, and they were like, we used to brag about him. We used to say... Our neighbor's kid's playing the drums. He is so good. Oh, that's awesome. When she goes, people would say, like, doesn't it annoy you? They would go, it would if he wasn't good. But he's really <laughs> talented. That's awesome. So and now they were like, we always knew he'd make that his career because he was that good. So yeah. apparently, and all the people that lived within hearing distance, one of them was not upset. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I went for a walk around our neighborhood the other day, and we saw some kids playing outside doing something that was like, man, I was never allowed to do that when I was a kid, which is kind of backwards thinking from nowadays because you think of all the stuff that we used to do, like ride your bike 10 miles from home and your mom didn't care. Nowadays, Without they, a helmet. Right, nowadays they yeah. would lose their minds, mm-hmm. right? But this is something that kids in my neighborhood were doing. I was like, man, mm. my mom would have never let me do that. Tell you what it is next. So my wife and I were walking the dogs yesterday and there were some kids doing something in our neighborhood. I was like, man, my mom never let me do that, which is kind of backwards thinking for nowadays because we're always like, back when we were kids, we rode our bikes without helmets backwards in traffic and it wasn't a problem, right? We're always bragging about stuff like that. Setting off fireworks or something dangerous? No, 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 no. It uh, It was raining a little bit in my neighborhood and we walked by our community pool and these kids were having the time of their life swimming in the rain. Oh, we did that all and the I time. And I was like, man, my mom, if, it, <laughs> if there was one rain, get out of the pool. There could be lightning. Like, mom, it's one rain. Nope, nope. Out of the pool. Yeah, when you grow up in Jupiter, Florida, if you get, if you got out of the pool every time it rained, you'd, never be you'd hardly pool. ever be yeah. in the pool. So I was like, man, there, there is no way my mom would let me get in the pool if it was raining. I would, It would not have happened. How about jump in after less than 30 minutes after eating? Yeah, she was pretty okay with that. Yeah, my parents didn't care about that. She was okay with that. But but any, any, and I don't know if she had something in her childhood, maybe something bad happened, but she was like hyper sensitive to that. So here's what I'm wondering. Is there something that your kids get to do that your parents didn't let you do? Something that your kids do that your parents did not let you do? And maybe you're just like, I didn't get to do this, but but my kids are gonna. First thing that popped in my head is have a car. Have a car. <laughs> we, that was up to us to figure out having so a car. So what is something that your parents did not let you do, but you allow your children to do? Give us a call. Hey, John, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you grew up in a very strict Korean home. So how how have things changed for your own kids? We have one son and he's very, um, let's just say he's very in tune to, he's, he's not the traditional Korean, but <laughs> having been, yeah, you know, because he was born in the States and he grew up in the States, so he's used to this culture, the Western okay. culture. Huh, there you go. So, and, and that is, that can be tough too, because I was, I've said that if you've ever seen the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, that was my upbringing, but just switch Greek to Polish. And I can remember, particularly adolescence and maybe even young 20s, I wanted nothing to do mm-hmm. with that because I felt like this yeah. is so dorky. I don't want anything to do with it. And now, now that, you think it's cool, right? Well, I don't know that it's cool, but my mom has passed away and I see the value yeah. in knowing where, you know, I, I think it's valuable for everybody, wherever your people came from, to mm-hmm. learn as much as you can about them and understand it, you know, and yeah. and, and be proud of where where the struggle 
that your family went through to get you to where you are today. I think yeah. that's, that's valuable. Definitely. Back so, to your original question about what your kids can do that you couldn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can think of a million. I think I had a way stricter childhood than all my 11 nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah? Like, um, we never dared consider doing, like, asking to borrow the car until we had done our chores on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, Saturday morning, it is, ch- go see what dad put on the list for you, because you're doing your chores, or you just knew what you were responsible for. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, we never would have dreamed in a million years to say, hey, mom, dad, um, I don't like what you made for dinner, so we're going to go get sushi. <laughs> like, there's no way right. I would have said that right. to my mother. Uh-uh. I valued have, my life too much. If I would have told my dad I was going to eat sushi, he would have been like, oh my gosh, I heard it happens in the best of families. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating weird food. Hey, how would your kids react if one of their favorite board games became life-size? This is really cool. There is a new shoots and Ladders themed playground that just opened in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It looks just like it sounds with dozens of slides and equipment to climb. It's for little kids, so it quite isn't quite as brutal as the game. And the playground took two years to design and build, cost more than a million dollars. And uh, by the way, speaking of playgrounds, there's a park in New Mexico that's building two huge 100-foot slides for kids. They're the biggest slides in the state with a staircase staircase to climb to get to the top so it's a shoots and ladders situation for older kids Mm. and uh, the reason i just i couldn't resist doing these stories is when i was a kid that was my favorite is discovering a new park and on sunday afternoons i would beg my dad to take me and my little sisters can we will you please take it as a park daddy come on (laughs) yeah but when we were kids parks like in the middle of the summertime they were, they were pretty much like a heating tray that you'd go down the slide on. You remember Ooh. those when they were metal? Ouch. <laughs> and you'd touch it. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> you Did you ever take, uh, remember this? Did you ever take wax paper with you to, to make the slide more slick? It's genius. Oh, we always did that. It was so fun. You could even ride down on the wax paper if you wanted. So I can remember this, though. You remember this? In first grade at elementary school, the sliding board at elementary school, it seemed like it was as tall as the Empire State Building. <laughs> and by the time you finished, you were like bored with the slide. That's a little kid thing. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, what's the weirdest pregnancy craving you've ever had? What's the oddest pregnancy craving you've ever had? Close to 90% of moms in a recent survey said they had weird food cravings while they were pregnant. A few of the strangest cravings were pickles and cheese, <laughs> sardines with ketchup. Ugh. And one woman who couldn't stop eating peanut butter and marshmallow sandwiches with five layers of bread. (laughs) Now, one of the funniest things from the survey to me is women who crave seasonal foods that are hard to find. So picture it's June and your husband is driving around looking for a pumpkin pie for you. (laughs) So you just got to have one. 47% of moms said they had cravings like that that were seasonal, but in the wrong season. (laughs) Pickles and cheese doesn't seem weird to me. At all. I'm I have not that a, on sandwiches all yeah, the time. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody's ever ordered a hamburger they, or a cheeseburger. Yeah. It always comes with pickles and, pickles mm-hmm. and I've cheese. I've never but. eaten the two things all alone, though. Right. It's always been on a sandwich. Wrap a dill pickle in a craft single. I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> we should talk about that. What are some weird pregnancy cravings you or your better half had while pregnant? I'd love to hear from you. All right, we want to hear about your weird, crazy pregnancy cravings. Stuff that you had to, had to, had to have when you were pregnant.
Hey, Jan, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you wanted to weigh in on weird pregnancy cravings? Uh, yes, that my, my husband actually had. I was, um, <laughs> he did? It was about 3 o'clock in the morning, give or take an hour or so. And I was sound asleep, of course. And he was gently shaking my shoulder. Are you awake? Are you awake? I said, well, I, I said, no, I wasn't. And he said, will you make me a peanut butter and jelly and bologna sandwich? <laughs> I went, yeah, no. <laughs> make it yourself. <laughs> You're the one who's making a baby inside your body, and he's the one who's got the cravings. So how about you? What did you or your better half have a weird craving for when you were pregnant? Hey, Kate, we're swapping stories about weird pregnancy cravings. Uh, what did you have a craving for when you were pregnant? Country Time Lemonade Mix Powder? Yeah. I would just dip strawberries into that. <laughs> Strawberry lemonade. <laughs> that yeah, actually sounds kind of good. It was, it was very sour, but it was so good. That's what you need. You had to have that. For some reason, I remember Tracy wanted hot wings. Interesting. But you know what? That's not that different from any other times. So yeah, I, I was, don't know that it was technically a pregnancy craving. It's funny you say that because, Katie, I was going to ask you, do you ever eat strawberries dipped in country lemonade mix anymore? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and Tracy should Ever get together, have it. strawberries and country time lemonade and some hot wings. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Let's go. I, I need it. Let's hear it. When was the last time you got so hot you just jumped in the pool? Well, a horse in Florida did that and then got stuck. Oh. Firefighters had to come in with heavy machinery and hoist the horse out of the pool. You never know when you're a first responder what you're going to face on a given day. <laughs> hey, babe, what happened at work today? Well, a horse got stuck in an above-ground pool. So we had to hoist it out. It was, and they had the the machinery would only go so high. Mm-hmm. So someone had to lift the legs over, and the front the front legs went real easy, and the back legs they were like, Ugh! they just couldn't. And I was worried if they were concerned, they were going to get kicked. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess. Mm, yeah. I would have been like, okay, I got I got the front. <laughs> you guys secure the back. I've done the hard part. <laughs> I'll pet the horse's head while right. the rest of you get the legs. I'll hold the carrot. And I, I'll talk baby legs. talk. Hi, little horsey. It's okay. We're going to dry you off. So sometimes when you're trying to speak with people whose first language is not English, things can get lost in the translation. We'll talk about that next. I was talking about how you can have some interesting uh, misunderstandings um, when you have people of two different languages trying to communicate with each other. And we have that going on right now. We have some work going on at our house. We have a, a, a guy that's done a ton of work around our house. His name's Louise, and English is not his first language. So sometimes there are miscommunications, or sometimes I think he uses a translator app. Oh, cool. Like he'll speak mm-hmm. into the, uh, you know, a message and then send it. And he, Tracy had texted him before he got to our house the other day, because we have five dogs and he's doing some work in the backyard. Um, she said, Hey, I'm going to be letting the dogs out. Please text me when you get here so I can let them in. And he said, okay. Then he texted, I'm pulling up in the driveway. And then he texted another minute later, Giving birth in the backyard. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder what he meant to put. I don't know. That's what we said. They're going birth. like, what kind of giving birth in the back? Maybe getting to work in the backyard. I don't know. Labor. Something about labor. 
starting Maybe. labor in the backyard. I bet that might and have it been was it. giving it was Good giving one. birth. Maybe maybe it was. <laughs> but That's awesome. He made us so happy with the little linguistics <laughs> misunderstand or mistake giving birth in the backyard. Oh my. <laughs> That's awesome. Have I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you? You uh, you recommended a restaurant for me and my sister for her birthday lunch. Yeah, and um, there's a uh, there's a kink in the armor. A kink? You mean a, a chink? chink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Tell you about it I'll next. Find out what the kink in the armor is next. So, Kev, I got a little bone to pick with you. You recommended a restaurant, an Italian place, mm-hmm. uh, for me and my sister to go to lunch for her birthday. We had to celebrate early. Okay. And um, it sounded amazing. And, and you well, were, it was like this guy goes to Italy and gets restaurant, like gets these Italian menus and oh, then yeah, brings yeah. the chef back here yeah, to the United States. Place. And, and we split pasta and panini and it was unbelievably delicious. I could eat it again today. It was so good. So what's the bone And um, everything was just exquisite. But what you didn't tell me and my sister is that there is a workout place right next door <laughs> called the Sweat House. And we're sitting there filling our faces and these tiny little leotard-laden women are walking by like, we're going to go do our workout now. And we're like, like, you should have been like, yeah, we're sitting here living our best life. So who's (laughs) who's winning? Well, it's funny you say that because they even, it was so sweet. They brought a free dessert for my sister's birthday with a candle in it. Oh, and it was a dessert I've never had in my life. Never knew it existed. Yeah. And it's heavenly. It's called burnt ricotta pie. Wow. And it tasted kind of like cheesecake with a pie crust all around it. Yeah. It was so good. It was honey was drizzled on the plate before they put the slice of pie on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Got a picture of her blowing out the candles and the whole deal. And so I couldn't resist. I took a huge bite of the pie. Mm-hmm. And right as some women were walking by, they couldn't hear me, but I made my sister die laughing. Mm-hmm. I went, hey, this is really good. You should skip your workout and just come eat some of this pie with us. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidating. It was like we were living our best lives, feeding our faces, and they're in these leotards with their cute little French braids and their little sweat towel and their water bottle going to work they out. They just burned 2,000 calories and didn't sweat one bit. Right. Yeah. I hate people like that. Eat the pie, be happy. So, those ladies that were going to their workout while you and your sister were gorging on your Italian feast. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you get you guys won, but we, we had a similar situation happen um, the other day, and my daughter was the rail thin one that I think people weren't happy with. My daughter, April, is uh, 21, and she has the metabolism of a gerbil. She can eat anything she wants, and boom, it just like goes out into the ether. And we were at the pool, and she was like, Dad, no, it's Daddy. <laughs> can we get a pizza? <laughs> so we ordered this. I was like, I don't want any, but you can. And she pretty much ate the whole thing by herself. And these ladies were like, yeah, I was that age once. <laughs> I, I never had that phase in my life. <laughs> thanks, DNA. <laughs> right. Thank, thanks, genetics. Thanks, mom and dad. So, yeah, she's uh, she is that person. And my wife is always like, that's not going to last forever. You know that, right? <laughs> she'll say that to April. It's pretty funny.